This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. This is episode 36. I'm host one of two, Ray Ray. And I'm two of two. Yeah, breezy. (laughs) (laughs) And this episode, we do not have a brand new guest for you, but I do want to tell you that we have some incredible people in the hockey world lined up uh, for future episodes. So, you know, you've got to stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on social media. Make sure you listen every week because when I say like we've got like A-list people in the hockey world coming on just get ready like put your big girl put your big boy pants on because we're coming for you that's funny you know i just saw an ad and i probably shouldn't say this because we're not getting paid for this but they make women's boxers called waxers oh interesting right yeah so when you just said big big girl panty i guess you could have said put on your big boy boxers or your big girl waxers yeah i don't know maybe we should try to get something from that but I think we should talking to quite a few people right now just trying to get them all lined up so I guess you can call this the the interlude yes the interlude yes maybe that's what the title of this podcast will be the interlude episode 36 the interlude perfect good I don't have to think of something there you go I got you (laughs) but what we are gonna do is we've just had so many guests on who have such incredible stories that are all the way from super, super heartfelt and and important things that hockey has done for people's lives and families to the absolutely hilarious, ridiculous shenanigans and pranks and all kinds of good stuff. And we are going to just talk about some of our favorite stories and then just replay them for you here because maybe you missed an episode or forgot about that story and bring you some laughs or uh, whatnot. But we've had some pretty incredible things happen on this show uh, live while we've been recording, (laughs) Uh, starting with a a few episodes back, uh, the natural disaster that happened to Breezy. (laughs) Yes. Uh, we were talking to, to Stylin, Dan Mylan, and, uh, or I guess it would be Dan Stylin Mylan, uh, and there was an earthquake, and I tried to keep my cool, but didn't quite happen, and I love earthquakes, but I was just like, whoa, what's happening? Anyway, natural yeah. disaster, there was an earthquake. Absolutely, yeah, I agree with that, so try to apply it to my, my life now. Crazy. Sorry, we just had an earthquake at my house, so. What? Uh, I'm a little freaked out right now. <laughs> Did you, you not earth- see? We just had earthquake. The whole my whole entire room was shaking. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. 
Are you Rachel, serious? Rachel, where serious. are you located right now? Are you I'm in, in that... LA too, but I didn't feel shit. Nothing happened. Well, I'm closer to uh, like, I'm still rolling. This is weird. Is it still shaking? I'm, I'm roll. It's like a, one of those like rolling earth. It was shaking and then it just started rolling afterwards. It's just normal. Yeah, it happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah, I'm in LA too, but we live like on, I live on the other side of the mountain from Breezy. I live down in like close to like Venice, Santa Monica, and um, we don't always feel them here. And like, are you okay, Breezy? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was just Is it still rolling? No, we're good now. You don't need to get under a doorway or you're safe? Okay. I'm fine. Oh, yeah, this is like time. real life it happened the other night too here yeah. over by me it was like 12 30 i was literally about to turn the light off and all of a sudden it was like i thought oh sometimes like i live in an old building and the neighbors like <laughs> slam their door and it sort of makes the whole thing shake and my yeah. windows rattle and they're like but like the whole thing was shaking and it's so disorienting because you're, you think it's you and you feel like you're like still moving afterwards too yeah it's, it's weird That's it's so very weird. disorienting holy hey, crap yeah, yeah, this is a good. podcast first <laughs> recently there was a ghost that opened that door behind me if you're watching on video uh right in the middle of our conversation and the russian spies the russian spies <laughs> yeah. russian spies. it was on the russian episode no difference in like the talk about a tough travel schedule. Oh, don't mind the ghost behind me that just opened the door. <laughs> did you see that? I did not even see it. And I, can we rewind? No difference in like the talk about a tough travel schedule. Oh, don't mind the ghost behind me that just opened the door. <laughs> wow. I mean, seriously. Do you, wait, I feel like we need a ghost story from you. You've been teasing ghost stories since we had uh, Corey on the podcast. I will. And I have one okay. that happened last night, actually. So that will be part of my shut the front door segment. Yeah, Jillian wrote to us and she's like, it was the Russian spies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess. We, we tried so hard with Jillian Kemmerer, who is a KHL reporter, which is mostly in, in Russia. <laughs> to just, you know, make sure she keeps her job and her fingers and her toes, you know. <laughs> and uh, then the, the Russian spies open the door. And then my aunt ha- has made a very public appearance on the show as well uh, with Carly Zucker. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> she's, she's like crawling on the floor. <laughs> that's, my, that's my aunt. What are you doing? She's on the that's my aunt. What are you doing? I'm getting more wine. <laughs> she needs more wine. <laughs> but I love her. Yeah, Breezy. Yep, this is Breezy and Carly. Come say hi. Oh, Come no. Hello to me, please. Wait a minute. <laughs> on the floor. I like your nails. And you have an empty glass of wine. I know. I'm going to get to work. That is tragic. I know. It's very tragic. Yeah, definitely don't worry about being on camera. Like, <laughs> you need to do that. I have no pants on. <laughs> she does that. It's okay. That's fine. Okay. We don't see anything. Okay, good. I was crawling on the floor. We're all cool. Like, we don't... It's, is good. this the most ridiculous interview you've ever done, Carly? <laughs> this is the greatest interview I've ever done. Well, first of all, I do want to say that we have had so many incredible guests. And I think... You know, they're not just a one and done episode. We always are constantly looking back 
on you know previous guests and previous episodes and we have our little interludes like this what we like to call and where we're able to kind of revisit and and have that time where we can kind of think back on uh our friendly conversations that we've had we've made up so many friends so funny oh yeah so funny I feel like we were friends with all these people after they come on or before they come on and that we just have a grand old time yeah and I love that. And it's crazy. It just kind of shows how cool the hockey world is. And um, we we have said it from the beginning. We like kind of uh, looking at all corners of the world when it comes to hockey and trying to bring light on anything having to do with the sport. So, yeah, one of my favorite stories uh, was when Stormy was shoe checked by Nick Holden, uh, who plays for the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, that was funny. Yeah, I I don't know what I would do if I was shoe checked. I don't even know what shoe checking was until that day. But that's still something I think is super funny. Um, and you can listen to that story right now. And on our the the team's dad's trip was like one of the funnest, weirdest <laughs> reporter experiences I've ever had because like they went to wineries and they were doing all these different things and we were covering it. But then we also like got to kind of like have fun too and be normal people around them. And like Nick Holden and his dad were just so funny. Like they were playing music constantly, singing every word to every song. I don't even know how they know all this stuff. And then he shoot checked me at like the team dinner like every like other players were getting shoe checked and it's like a fun thing you know like they clank the they have to do a speech you clank the little glass and you give do you guys know what this is no i was gonna say what does shoe check to me and i'm thinking like you have to show your shoes or something yeah so i didn't know what this was but apparently it is a tradition in NHL like it's a tradition in hockey that like when you have these mass gatherings with the team um you go around and like you sneakily put something on somebody's shoe like gross I got horseradish on my boots it was not ideal um (laughs) but you just put like something on it like whether it's I don't know sauce or whatever um just something gross on somebody's shoe so that their shoes are ruined and then that person has to get up in front of the room of everybody and give a little speech. Oh God. And so they were doing it to different players and everything like that. And I was like, I'm new here. Like, of course this isn't going to happen to me. Ha ha ha. Laugh at everybody else. Yeah. And then I'm sitting at a table with hall of famer, Peter Stasny, Paul Stasny's dad. And oh. all of a sudden I just like look over and see Nick Hol- Holden doing like somersaults to get back to his table. And I was like, that's so weird. Like, does, hmm. I wonder who, who he shoot checked over here. And then <laughs> I, I looked down at my feet. <gasps> terrible. And then I didn't realize, but I, I still like just didn't think it was him. I thought he was being like nonchalant. Usually the person that messes with me, as you referenced, is Mark Andre Fleury. Mm-hmm. And so I was up to, I went up to Mark and I was like, did you, did you do that? Did you force me into this situation? Cause my, my speech was basically like, I'm not good at this. Bye. <laughs> I think it was not good. And then he's like, it was not me. But even if it was me, I would not say it was me. <laughs> and then Nick walked over. Y'all are the worst. Like it was just, oh, yeah, that's probably one of like my, my favorite stories. Now, my other favorite story, I would say was when we were talking to Dan Milan and he gave us his <laughs> rookie party 
uh, story. The picture is so good. Oh the my picture God. of him wearing a speedo and he's at the bar. And he's like looking back. Um, that that photo is constantly in my head. I guess in like a non creepy way. <laughs> it's just uh, every time I see Dan, who actually just modeled for our other guest, Colin Mulvey, who mm-hmm. has a underwear line called Vora. He uh, Dan just just modeled um, some boxers for him and. I saw those photos and I was like, Dan, you've come such a long way since the Speedo. And I'm so proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you, that's totally true. He's, he's it's really so true. taken his so um, true. rookie party modeling Speedo days to really put it to good use now. <laughs> yeah, and now he's in like luxurious boxers called Vora. Yeah. And he just, and he's in like this black and white photo and just, yeah, anyway, so. Another one of my favorite stories, which you can hear now, too. My rookie party was uh, I was in Fort Myers. OK, I was playing for the Florida Ever uh, Everblades and uh, we had to wear a Speedo. OK, all rookies had to wear a Speedo. But we, we went during spring break time and like I'm from Michigan. And so we're, we're partying <laughs> on Fort Myers Beach and you see a bunch of Michigan state flags. Like I saw people that I knew from home. My buddy sent me a picture. Some girl had sent him a picture of me at the bar with my Speedo on, like looking back. Never realized the picture was taken. And he sends me this and like, it was just funny. So I had to wear Speedo. And then we had a checklist of stuff we had to do. I gotta say, that was a great story from from Dan and he was full of a bunch of other stories as well but i have to talk about the photo that Colin that sent that Colin Mulvey sent us of the two of them together on the couch i felt like i saw that picture of them and it made me feel like those were our two bffs who yeah. <laughs> were like getting together and we just didn't happen to be there, but I was still really happy that they were together and that they sent us the picture of them together. Like, that's crazy. Like, we, like I don't yeah. it, that's and it's how fun. it feels. Yeah, and it's funny too, because Colin, when he had said that he was gonna have Dan come and model the photos, he's like, I'm gonna make sure I get a photo for you two to use. And I was like, okay, like, okay, that's cool. And then I think he was talking to you mm-hmm. and he goes, I'm working on a photo for you guys. So he actually got a photo or he had us in mind getting that photo. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause so Colin's funny. goal was to get on hunks of hockey. It was. And, and you, that's how we were it, right? met. Yeah. That's how, uh, I don't think I posted, not <gasps> yet, but I'm going to post it. But that's how I originally met Colin is he sent me a DM on Hunks of Hockey and he was like, uh, I mean, whatever he said was what he said that that could say between us. But um, it was just really funny. And I was like, you know, I mean, yeah, sure. I can post you. But like, if you want to go on the podcast, like I would love that even more. And then, you know, you're going to get posted when I promote the podcast anyway. So best of both worlds, Hannah Montana. Like, come on, let's go. Come on. And you texted me. I'll never forget. You were like, hey, do you want to interview this former player? He's got like a underwear line or something. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> I You're don't like, even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. I do. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Sign me up, dude. Let's go. And then that it's... leads me. <laughs> that <laughs> leads me. I swear. I, I don't know what it was that day. 
or something about Colin's personality, because that is one of my favorite stories. He told us one story after the next, and I was laughing so hard, I was crying. And I, it takes me a lot to get to that place where, like, I, I I'm just so jaded or something. Yeah. And when he, <laughs> when he fled Germany, obviously that was hilarious. But I think the Taylor Swift ticket story really was one of my favorites. And here's that story. Yeah. I used to leave tickets for Taylor Swift every time we played in Reading, Pennsylvania, because that's her hometown. And I don't know if she ever picked them up at the well call, but I left them. Oh, Ooh. that's so sweet. Does she know that you left them, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. One guy in the team, uh, Chaz Johnson, used to take a picture and tweet it at her every single game we played. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what that's was your so response good. when you were like, oh, get us, reserve four tickets for Taylor Swift? Did you ever get like a weird response or anything? I got my my ticket privileges in Wheeling revoked because of that. Because it said <laughs> I kept leaving paid tickets. Because one of my friends went to use my tickets one game. So I never had like people come to actually come watch me play. I didn't never give them to people. So I gave them to another guy in the team, and they his like family or whatever shows up the box office. Like we got two for Colin Mulvey. He's like, no, he doesn't have tickets anymore. So his friends had to pay to get in that night because mine got revoked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, Colin's personality definitely yeah. made it because he was so, he was just sitting in his chair and he was so proper. And then he had these crazy stories. And then we're like, well, you made it. You know, you finally were able to make it to where you wanted to go. Like, that had to be so great. He went, yeah, no, it was terrible. <laughs> yes. That's what it was. It was like one thing after the next. It was like, well, yeah. I had to go up from here. Nope, it only got worse. I had to flee like, Germany and get, they yeah. own my rights. I can never play hockey in Europe again. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you know? Oh my God. Too it was funny. funny. And then but, uh, when we talked to Joe Cangelosi, who's in the, uh, the, the F, the F P H L. Yeah. Yeah, I said the letters right. I have to think about it. I don't want to mess it up. (laughs) He was telling so many stories of just the shenanigans that they go through in that minor system. I mean, because that's like one level below the ECHL and they're sharing freaking buses. He took a limo to a game once. (laughs) Like, I mean, just you're just... Of course you can believe it, but at the same time, it's just so ridiculous that it's like, how did that happen to you? But the yeah. story about him and his Jersey nameplate going awry is gotta be the most ridiculous and epic thing to go full circle. And here's yeah. the story. I'll give you one from the same year. They have jerseys for everybody, right? But the nameplates take forever to come in. So they misspelled my name wrong so instead of an a they put an o so they spelled it congelosi so they never put the nameplate on the jersey so this was going weeks and weeks so i'm going out there everybody's like who is this guy like they don't have a name or whatever they finally get my nameplate in four weeks later they put it on the back of the jersey and i'm sitting down on the bench and the first whistle in the arena you hear over the loudspeaker Make sure you guys buy your raffle tickets for Jersey off the back. Number 21, Joe Cangelosi tonight. And as soon as they put a name on my Jersey, they sold it to somebody and I didn't have another name on for another four weeks. 
Oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, come on. You're like, what does yeah. a guy got to do to have a freaking jersey around here? You're just giving them away. <laughs> Pretty much. And I was just like, I was excited. Like, I was in the locker room. I was yeah. like, great. I got a name. Perfect. Nope. They got it. <laughs> they got rid of it right away. As soon as they came, as soon as it came in, gone. Did you like go back to the person who won it and say like, yo, I really just need this jersey for like the season and then I will give it to you at the end and like whatever else you want. But like, please let me keep my jersey. They wouldn't allow that. It wasn't even that. Like, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. So the next year I was, I started in the East Coast, right? For training camp. So technically I wasn't on the team yet. So they gave away my number already. Oh. So when I came back to the team, I was like, I, I had to, I ended up buying my teammate a pair of uh, Lululemon pants for my number back. I was just like, <laughs> listen, I will buy you a pair of pants. Like I want, I want 21 back, please. They didn't have a nameplate in for a solid three weeks. But the woman, the woman that, that got my jersey from the first year with my name. She ran into me in the hallway and was like, do you want me to bring your jersey back? Like, I'll give them their name. And I was like, no, please, you keep that jersey. You paid for it, you want it, like, <laughs> please keep it. They're definitely gonna have to get a new nameplate in eventually. But I think that one was just as long as the first first go around. They, they took a solid four weeks to get that in. Oh my God, I can't believe the woman was like, I'll give it back to you. I felt so bad for her. I was just, I was like, no, (laughs) please keep it. You paid for it. Oh my God. I thought of something breezy and and I'm going to do it. So, okay. This is, and hopefully Joe doesn't listen to this episode, but I'm going to put it here. (laughs) So what I want to do is, if they have a season, the Carolina Thunderbirds, if they mm-hmm. have a season and they auction off, cause they're still auctioning off jerseys, by the way, I follow them on social media. If they yeah. put Joe's Jersey up for sale, I'm fucking buying it. And yes. <laughs> so he doesn't have a Jersey. And so he won't have his name plate on his Jersey. Um, so funny. And then one day when we have a studio breezy, we will hang that up and uh, people will ask us, who's that Cangelosi? What's that Cangelosi jersey? And we'll go, like, tell you. Italian. don't know who Joe is? That's funny. <laughs> and we'll tell the story. But I, I've decided I'm going to keep a close eye that uh, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. That's a good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if it comes to fruition. I get these wild ideas sometimes that take a little while to, to come, come to come into reality of like crazy ideas and stories I have. Yeah. But once I get that idea, then oh, it, it, it'll happen. Know. Well, speaking of crazy ideas and jerseys and whatnot, we, before we just hit record, we were talking about um, a, a follow and a fan of ours. Um, longtime listener. listener, longtime <laughs> listener. Sean, uh, he's uh, a really good guy. He talks to both of us uh, pretty often. And he and Ray was just telling me that they were talking about the uh, Blackhawks Griswold jersey and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is one of my favorite all time Christmas movies. And I had no idea that you could buy a jersey that says Griswold on the back 
for like 30 bucks on Amazon until you just told me. Mm -hmm. Because of our good friend, Sean, he was messaging me saying, Hey, I think I'm, I'm contemplating buying a a new Christmas sweater that I'm going to wear for Christmas. And it's your (laughs) team. And I was like, what are you talking about? Who? Like, I'm thinking, did the Blackhawks come out with like a holiday thing yeah you know I'm like eh that's not really my jam but all right tell me more and he was like no the Griswold Griswold jersey and I was like oh my god does that exist and he's like yeah (laughs) I I was like all right I think I might need to get one of those too so shout out to Sean uh we're both Breezy already ordered hers I'm gonna order mine after we finish and I literally um, ordered mine within 30 seconds by the way (laughs) she did within 30 seconds I was like I just bought it and thank you Sean again for that and Sean's been an incredible listener of ours and a supporter too so oh yeah gotta give him a shout out big shout out to all of our loyal listeners and fans and uh, everybody who listens every week to the show because you know we do this for you guys we're fans and you're fans of of the sport and uh, without you guys we we wouldn't have a show and we so appreciate you and uh, we love hearing your fan stories, by the way, we're still doing that. We just haven't gotten any calls from you guys lately of, uh, of good stories of interacting with a hockey player. So please remember, uh, if you have one of those, give our hotline a call and leave, leave it. There's no story too small or too big of your interaction with a player. They are all mean something. And the, the phone number is listed in the show notes of the episode. So look for it there and I think uh, it's also in our bio on Instagram as well it is you're right yeah and if you have any questions for us you want us to answer any of your questions we're open for that um I mean we love answering questions Mm -hmm. even if they're funny or goofy or you put us in really awkward situations we'll do it yeah Um, we're game just we're game we're game for anything so send us your questions you can dm us tweet us email us houseofhockeypodcast at gmail.com we read every single email we also read every single comment and dm you just you just have to get it it's sent through so yeah oh yeah. yeah we're here for you guys and for all of you longtime listeners just a a friendly uh reminder we would so appreciate you guys if you wrote a uh review and a comment on itunes for us because that really helps in the algorithm of that world to, to get our podcast to more people so that they can enjoy all of the things you enjoy about Breezy and I and all of our incredible guests. So when you have some downtime over uh, the weekend or Thanksgiving and you want to escape from your family, go, oh yeah, I Breezy and Ray asked me to write them a review. I think I'm going to do that now. Get away from yeah. my family. I'm busy. I got to write them a review. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, these mashed potatoes are great. Let's write a review. Yeah. Think. A good one, though, preferably. <laughs> preferably. But we understand if not. But hopefully, yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen. No, we don't give you guys reasons to write bad reviews. Come on. Let's go. On, let's go. Let's go. Anyway, that's it for uh, this week. Short and sweet and something to leave you hanging for the upcoming guests. Yeah, I got some Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers up the sleeve. Look at that. Look at that. They're up there. Maybe. Oh, they're up there. Working uh, on it. Some current people that you may be seeing on uh, your television throughout mm-hmm. uh, previous seasons and upcoming seasons. Some blonde um, beauty. A blonde beauty. 
we may even have a little game show host-ish mm-hmm. kind of episode coming up that will get you guys involved. Uh, stay stay tuned. tuned. That's all I got to say. Stay tuned. Jinx, we said it at the same time. Jinx, you owe me a Ferrari. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.